This is Donna Otto, and it's the middle of November, and we're talking about Christmas. Isn't everyone? Did you notice how quickly uh, the orange and rust colors disappeared and everything suddenly turned red and green and white sparkly lights? I don't know about you, but I love the colors and lights of Christmas. I also love the traditions of Christmas, and every, every family has traditions. Every family does it a different way. But I want to talk about traditions that you can begin in your family, that you can explore as a family that have Christ at the center. Now, Charles Spurgeon is a very, um, well, he's been dead for decades, and he says these things about Christ. Christ is the great central fact in the world's history. To him, everything looks forward or backward. All the lines of history converge upon him. All the great purposes of God culminate in him. The greatest and most monumentous fact which the history of the world records is the fact of his birth. And if you have not watched any of a series that's on television currently called The Chosen. I want to encourage you to gather your family around and um, maybe you and your husband would watch one first. There are some scenes uh, that are all historical scenes, biblical scenes, but you might want to preview a show or two before you ask the family to watch them. But we've been deeply touched by the accuracy of the scripture and Christ's time on earth. The Chosen is a series that they hope to have seven years of, which is describing the time of Christ on the earth. Now, we know that Christ was born uh, in this general time, and we know where he was born in Bethlehem, because the scripture tells us. And we know that for the first 30 years, he lived incognito. He, he just did stuff like everybody else did. He wasn't um, standing out or wasn't trying to stand out. There are a couple of references to Christ as a child. Very little is spoken about in the Bible about Jesus after the birth and then very little until he's 30 and these three years of ministry on earth. So the opportunity to pause during Christmas and talk about the birthday of Christ. That's why we provide the tools I mentioned to you before. If you haven't been listening to the shows regularly, um, go to our website and see some Christ-centered Christmas gifts that we make available every year here at the ministry. These traditions are traditions that you start building into your family, Advent calendars and wreaths. We'll talk about Advent the next time we're together, so I won't spend much of that time today. A special Christmas gift for Jesus. I remember when my daughter was very little, and she tied up a tie. She wrapped up a tie in a box 
and put wrapping paper on it. And we were ready to go to church. And I said, what, what do you have, honey? She said, I have a present for Jesus. And I called the pastor and said, we're coming with a present for Jesus. And in those days, we had a big offering plate. And she dropped her package into that plate. I still remember it with great emotion. Think about a gift for Jesus. What does a gift for Jesus look like? I mentioned the song uh, the last time we were together, giving our hearts for Jesus. But is there something you'll commit to, maybe your family will commit to, to do as an act of service for Jesus or for the church? Um, Maybe there's a campaign, a financial campaign. I don't know what might be, but Christmas tradition might be to give a present, a gift, a real gift uh, for Jesus. A party. Give a party according to Luke chapter 14, uh, verses 12 through 14. Use music in your home during Christmas that isn't all the Jingle Bell Rock. Those are wonderful, fun Santa Claus songs and Christmas celebrating songs. But do some hymns. Do the Christmas carols. There are lovely books available describing how each of these carols were written. Teach your children the doctrine of the birth of Christ through these carols. Have a family communion. Share communion together. Break bread. Dip it in grape juice and share it with one another. Many years ago, a family told us the story of their joy stocking. And they had this stocking made you know, they made it. It was kind of big. And they hung it in a place in the eating area in their home. And it had joy on it, um, on the outside of the stocking. And each family member put thoughts and prayers and poems and ideas for every other family member inside the joy stocking. Uh, Acts of kindness were put in there. I promise to take out the trash for you. I'll empty the dishwasher on your day to empty the dishwasher. Things that brought joy to another person in their family. You might do that in your family, especially if your children are at that age of uh, enormously understanding that they are one and one only and quite selfish in their desires. It might be a good way to teach them how to share. Um, Before your gift exchange, if you have a gift exchange, might be a time to pause and make time to pray to thank the Lord for each family member. Uh, We have a family who told us years ago that they knelt in prayer before they opened their packages. My daughter said to me, well, that sounds like we have to bless the packages. And I said, no, I think it's their way. Find a way that's your way that makes certain that Christmas Day is not all about gift-giving and eating. There are a number of wonderful books that are available. One for small children is Santa for Real. Uh, Read aloud Luke chapter 2. Read it aloud. Read it every year aloud. Read it more than once. The Best Christmas Pageant, Listen to the Green, The Christmas Carol. There are wonderful, wonderful books that you can read aloud. Throw a birthday party for Jesus. It's a birthday party for Jesus, and he has a birthday cake. Invite the children in the neighborhood. Tell them about the story that you believe to be true about Jesus being born. Throw a birthday party for Jesus. Make sure that your house is a house, as as our Jewish brothers and sisters have said, they write it on the lampposts of their house and on the foreheads of their head and on the 
tops of their hands, that they love the Lord their God. Well, this is a wonderful opportunity to say, in this house, we celebrate the birth of Jesus, not just Christmas. Have an outside greeting at the front door. Put a scripture on your chalkboard if you have a chalkboard. If you have a wreath, put a little crash ornament inside of it. Um, there are all sorts of things that say this is his birthday. Keep it simple. Um, I, for a long time in the foyer of our old home, I had a Bible, a simple Bible on a piece of mirror, I don't mean that the Bible's simple, but just a Bible on a piece of mirror open to Luke 2 and a piece of grain red ribbon. And that was all there was. I often added a candle if we were having people in at night and I would light the candle. It just illuminated Luke 2 and the Bible. Um, a nativity scene or a creche, uh, we love this idea. You can buy them that are made of squishy fabrics that little children can have them. We have them in our home as our kids and grandkids and, and I shouldn't say grandkids, our kids and nieces and nephews. Um, we have wonderful stories and reminders of little children talking about the Christmas story and moving the members of the Christmas story that Joseph and Mary and the three kings and the wise men and the camels and talking about it and moving them around. Have a live nativity scene. Your kids are teenagers now. They're not going to be moving around the items in the crush scene. Well, get some robes and turbans and give everybody a role in the Christmas story and let your father or grandfather or great uncle or some matriarch of your family to read a portion of the story that doesn't have a character in it. For years, we offered candle clips with candles. It's a Scandinavian tradition. You can buy them online. They're little clips that have small candles, and we clipped them to the edge of a plate and talked about Jesus by clipping the candle on my plate. I would light the candle and say a reason why I love Jesus. Then I would light the candle to the person my right, and they would say why they love Jesus. For many years, we recommended that you keep the Christmas cards. Christmas cards look different this time of life, and some of them are online. But one of the things we did for several years in our um, younger life and have recommended, and I hear every year families who tell us they save all their Christmas cards and then they pray for the people who sent them. I have a friend who has a big board up on um, in her kitchen and all the Christmas cards she gets, I remember saying to her, I want to make sure I send you a Christmas card so that I get on your board. She leaves that up from Christmas to Christmas, and that is a prayer place for her family to pray for their family and friends. Um, pray for a card a day. Make sure that there are some Christmas traditions, um, on Christian traditions on your Christmas tree, wreaths and ornaments that represent the kind of traditions that those of us who follow Christ celebrate during this holy month of December as we lead into the new year. Christmas was not a holiday. It was the day that Jesus was born. We've turned it into a holiday. It's a celebration. I hope that your family will pause long enough in all the celebrations that go on around the activity of Christmas 
to remember why we're celebrating, to remember that Jesus is the reason for this season, and to pause and remember that he is the light of the world. And in your home, you celebrate Christmas because you celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, our Lord. I'm Donna Otto. This is Modern Homemakers. Remember the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon season of preparing to celebrate his birth.